Well, happy Friday, everyone. Welcome to Sounds of PDX. We made it. It is Friday evening. I'm always very glad when we make it until the end of the week. I am Veronica Bezesti, and we have a double shot of Sounds of PDX on the PRP airwaves. We also have a little background music happening, too, which is always lovely, right? But she's going to be quiet for a little moment there. There you go. Uh, what is Sounds of PDX? I want to just make sure before we jump into our guests and what our double shot means. Sounds of PDX is the show where we bring you the best of our local arts and culture community. So we are starting out tonight with a couple of really wonderful guests, and I'm very happy to have them both here. I spend a lot of time, as we all do, supporting our local music community. I think that's very important. And I think it is also important to acknowledge the folks that do some of the supporting. And I have two of those wonderful folks in the PRP studio tonight. Dan Cable, you might know him from his Dan Cable Presents podcast, is here tonight. Dan, thank you very much for being in the studio. Yeah, I appreciate you uh, having me on. Stoked to be here. Yay! And then we've got Michelle Kitcherer, creator and driving force behind the Banana Pitch Variety Show. I love that. Hi, Michelle. Yes. Hello. I'm grateful when anybody will make the trek down to the PRP studio to be on the air. So thank you both for coming in and being on together. Uh, One of the reasons that I wanted to have you both here, as I mentioned earlier, is that, you know, here at PRP, I mean, I'll, I'll speak about just PRP briefly. What drives us is supporting our local music community, right? Everybody knows we play a local artist every 15 minutes. Converging with other folks that support our local arts and culture community in unique ways um, kind of it floats my boat. All right. There. I said it out loud. <laughs> uh, and, and I don't think, as I said earlier, we spend enough time lifting each other up and giving kudos and celebrating milestones. And speaking of milestones, Dan, you are at the precipice of releasing your 400th episode of Dan Cable Presents. Yeah. Dude, I don't know anybody that Ooh. has done anything 400 times. <laughs> Congratulations. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. It's exciting. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it's wild to put eight years into doing something like on the weekly. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. It's just completely changed my life. So How did right. Dan Cable Presents begin? What's the origin story? Uh, I moved to Portland in 2013, like okay. 11 years ago or so. I was uh, still kind of playing a decent amount of music myself at that time, just showing up to open mics and uh, playing music. And I always kind of wanted to have a radio show as a as a little kid, just aspirations of being a sports play-by-play announcer and oh, cool. things like that. Yeah. And, and then the, the podcast started, uh, you know, kind of blowing up as as just being this this new platform for for people. And I, I fell in love with the, the types of conversations that would happen on podcasts. They were yeah. just like usually just felt like really real, and there wasn't like time limits for the things. And uh, yeah, so I just started kind of experimenting with some, and I was showing up to all these open mics and like really inspired by the musicians that I was seeing. Yeah play out and uh i just thought it would be fun to start talking to some of these people on mic and you know just talking to them about their music or yeah. their creative process what or makes them tick yeah like yeah. what drives them i think it's like 
ultimately I'm seeking like some sort of human connection like myself, <laughs> I think, but, yeah. uh, it's, and in that way it's a, li- a little selfish, but it's also like, I think a, a fun way to kind of get to showcase what's happening in Portland, Oregon. Like I, I think yeah. we have like a really uh, incredible music scene that like regularly gets overlooked and I'm, I'm not exactly sure why that is, but I, I love like what comes out of this city and yeah. like how wide the genres are and, we have a lot of incredible artists here, so it's been a fun way to spotlight it in that way. When you kind of reflect upon your earlier episodes, I don't know, like one through fifty, you know, the the, the baby episodes, yeah, yeah. Um, what was your intention going into them? And do you think that you've had to kind of shift or pivot that intention now that you've you're ready to release number four hundred? Yeah, I don't know if it's like uh, necessarily. A shift but it, it's like just continuing to wanting to like get better at the craft of like facilitating conversations sure. and like a lot of different types of rooms with people that have different pacing and and just uh yeah just really trying to figure out how to like guide a conversation and and I kind of had like loose ideas with the first one shout out to Sarah Vitor who was just like very patient with me and like did the the first like kind of official episode there was a pilot episode that was like very poorly recorded and then I got some better equipment and some people to help me out with yeah with the second one but um yeah something about like that conversation I had with her like seemed like it it went well and it kind of fired me up to wanting to keep doing it and there was a decent response to it but I think it's like if there's one thing that I've like really shifted is maybe like this punk rock mentality I had to the beginning of it where I just thought that everything recorded should be left in and like to, so that it was authentic. And I've just kind of like realized over time that sometimes edited conversations can have more flow and (laughs) like be more enjoyable, especially for like people that maybe don't have this, crazy level of celebrity to our names you know yeah i'm usually talking to people that most people don't know especially if you live outside of portland and you you listen to this podcast i'm talking to a lot of independent artists so it's um yeah i think it's it's been about just kind of perfecting my 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 craft as like a producer of this show as well and kind of editing when needed and and trying to figure out the best way to do that you've added a video component yeah. Now that's like the exciting kind of like new era of this yeah. thing of something I, I think I've wanted for a while. And there's honestly just like seems like there's a pretty high demand for clips to be happening in, in Instagram reels and TikTok and things like that. Well, yeah. And uh, as much as like social media can drive me crazy, um, I actually have been having so much fun like making the clips. So it's all like feels pretty creative to me. So I don't hate that part of it, but I think it's just like ultimately great for visibility and like new people finding it. It seems really key. Yeah. It ends up in these, these searches and just randomly floating through people's feeds and they can see somebody actually talking, like seems to help people attach to something differently. Mm -hmm. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely like a whole new thing. I'm pretty excited about it. It's, uh, new learning process of trying to figure out how to like continue to do this kind of DIY thing. And yeah, there's been a lot of people that have helped me make it happen and just super appreciative of like those people that have kind of like donated their time to like consult with me so that I can operate all of this 
like on my own and feel good about it. Wow. So. That's kind of a running theme in this community of supporting our local arts and culture scene that there's a lot of volunteering and donating of time because there's just this inherent belief that we've got an amazing, as you mentioned, Dan, music scene. But overall, it's an incredible, you know, comedy scene, writing scene, the the visual art scene. There's an amazing collection of individuals here and and helping each other get each other's names out there. Yeah. That's that feels good at the end of the day. I think when you show up for people, people want to show up for you. Exactly. Exactly. So 400th episode. Okay. I got a little sneak peek. Thank you, Dan. Yeah, absolutely. When does it officially come out? It'll come out on February 27th. Okay. Episodes usually drop on Tuesdays for me. Okay. So that will be uh, the release day, and it'll come out on YouTube and all, like, wherever you all the places. listen to podcasts, it's got available. It. Okay. Yeah. And what was unique about this 400th episode? Uh, it was the first time I had been sort of interviewed the on, the, <laughs> on the show. Yeah. yeah. It's... Uh, Why'd you decide to do that? You know, I was, uh, I don't know. There was a a few months ago or so I was thinking about kind of what was next for me in this realm of things. And and I kind of thought about maybe like retiring the podcast and starting something new, you know, similar to like a way that like maybe a band, like artists start new bands and, you know, things of that nature. But, um, yeah, my feelings changed on that, and I got fired up about the thing again, and I got this this podcast studio, which is really great, and it just like has been very inspiring to to keep going, and also just uh, yeah, I want to con- continue to be like a resource for putting people on in the city, if possible, for the things that I really love, and um, so my friend Al was kind of with me during this time where I was wavering on whether or not I wanted to do this. And they all used to host this podcast called, called honest jams that I really love. And, uh, just an incredible musician been on the podcast a couple of times and they all brought up the idea of, Hey, if you're going to wrap it up and you want to do a retrospective, I'll host it if you're interested in that. And a few people had like brought up that idea in some form over the years. And they all was just like somebody I, I trusted to bring out a thoughtful, Sure. conversation and uh i told him i was like hey i'm not gonna wrap the podcast i'm gonna keep going but i think this would still be like a fun way to to celebrate yeah. 400 episodes everything just kind of like moves so fast releasing a weekly show and yeah i think it was just nice to get to kind of reflect on the thing and i think i've tried to do that over the years with different episodes when i've had the opportunity to but there's nothing like another person to kind of bring out some things in me that I wouldn't have probably talked about necessarily. Particularly if they are someone that has been along the journey with you. Yeah. They've kind of seen the morphing and seen the growing and they've got an opportunity to reflect back on things maybe that you've forgotten. Yeah. Wow. So that's going to be really a a interesting episode for folks to listen to. I hope so. It's uh, yeah, just a fun way to acknowledge the thing and uh and also then i got to be the guinea pig of this uh this video situation yeah so that i was uh (laughs) if anything went wrong i didn't have to like feel guilty about it like if something went bad with the video i was just like well it's just me it's not 
it's not some guest that I have wasted there that like yeah like wasted time with I guess that's so a good point I think that like eased some some nerves a little bit but yeah I'm excited to kind of launch things in a different way and yeah. hopefully attract a new audience that like prefers this format of actually getting to like watch these conversations I don't know I watch podcasts sometimes that is a that's a thing right that's oh, a yeah, thing that's where you're watching podcasts now yeah just watching people talk to each other I mean I get it. But, yeah. Well, it's also, you have this, like, beautiful record collection in there. Were you talking about having guests, like, pick a record or two or something? Yeah. Yeah, I have a bunch of vinyl records in the space, and they're they're showcased in a way that they're easy to kind of flip through. And, yeah, I kind of want to just bring people in to pick out a few of their favorite records out of the collection and, like, see how they resonate with that person. And oh, that's very cool. Like that's a great idea. little side project, yeah. you know, from the thing. but. I don't know, like you were saying, it's uh, important to like lift up and acknowledge the people like doing the thing that is spotlighting the thing, but yeah. also just, I don't know, somebody, so many people have like stepped up and supported me from like the beginning of doing this and like didn't, I don't know, try to take down my idea and they tried to like lift it up. Like I've been on PRP over the years, uh, my buddy Luke. Mm-hmm. hosted a segment for a really long time and he's always been like a big supporter and just like so many other people including michelle like the first conversations i feel like she and i had we had this uh like shared the the idea that like we didn't we're not like competition to one right. another like we're both right. like doing very different things but also like even if we're doing the same thing it's all good for the city if we right. get attention on things. Like right. it's good for everybody totally. and yeah. it kind of feeds everything. Yes. And it's just like kind of more fun to like see people. I don't know. Maybe I'm just like at that point in my life where I would just like rather see people rise and not be like jealous about other people's successes. Yeah. Like it's more fun for me to see people I know like really getting something or, yeah. you know, like. Michelle, I remember her asking me about her show before she even started Banana Pitch. (laughs) And, like, I feel like I'm inspired to create because there's so much, like, cool people, like, making things around me. It's, like, so fun to, like, go to a show and see people, you know, play their music and, like, share their art. And then I'm, like, inspired to, like, figure out however I can contribute to the thing. But, like, Michelle told me about this idea. And then she just, like, put it in motion very quickly with the Banana Pitch thing. And yeah, like that is inspiring to me to just like see people do the things that they say they want to do and like pursue those ideas. And like, it seems like it's going really well. And it's like another great way to highlight what's happening in our city in like a much different way. In a much different way, but not bringing, not giving us that pyramid type thing. There doesn't have to be somebody at the type at the top of it. We can all be sharing in totally. the spotlight. Well, also, it's, it's funny. I mean, when we were talking, it's almost like you're kind of on with your own your project like this. You're on your own little island. Like you do most of the work or all the work for Dan Cable. Like I do, you know, a lot of the banana pitch. I'm getting yeah. help now. But like, it's nice to chat with other creatives that are doing something similar and just spitball ideas. So like even mentioning like, should I do this variety show? But I'm like, I kind of want to go big if I'm going to do it. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm going to go nuts. And then like, but you gave me some advice and it was really helpful and also just the confidence. And then all of a sudden, like now we're just selling out, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's so rad. Well, yeah, and that is but... the perfect segue <laughs> to start talking about the banana pitch. Mm. So, Michelle, 
you wear a lot of hats. You're a writer. You're an educator. But the the hat that really kind of tickles my fancy is you are the creator of the banana pitch. So talk about how this variety show, this curated variety show came about. It started with a strong whiff of a banana. <laughs> that is true. Okay. Um, I Yeah, it actually started almost 10 years ago. The, the website launched January 2015. So we're about to have our 10-year anniversary. Okay. But it used to be a, a magazine that started when I was based in Oakland, California. And But the idea was basically like it started with the idea for a show. We're like, what if we pitch this idea where – there's this banana figure that is kind of a guiding figure of sorts, and it just kind of appears. A it's a, banana. It's, it's a non-gendered banana, by the way. Um, and <laughs> banana just comes around to, like, encourage us to be a little weird and to not worry about just kind of going for it, basically. Yeah. And so, um, anyway, long story short, it's 10 years later, we relaunched the live show, Pandemic Shut It Down, yada, yada. So, like, last September, I was like, you know what? I'm going for it. Banana Pitch Variety Show is going to be a thing, but it's got to have... The tagline originally was like music, arts, and weirds. Like I, I like to always have some sort of strange element. So that's when banana shows shows its beautiful face. Um, so yeah, but but it's like an interview. We interview every artist, and then they do some sort of performance. So whether that's we've had some amazing writers. Cecily Wong was on last week. She was amazing. Um, uh, we had oh Isabeau. We we had on a show a couple months ago. Um, Haley Johnson was a headliner. We have Glitter Fox. Um, we just announced for the March show. Um, so a lot of just really awesome, mostly Portland based artists, um, Portland area. Um, we had a, not a juggler. I'd love a juggler by the way. Um, <laughs> like a physical comedian, oh, Stefano. Right. Yeah. i he was wild, some wild stuff, <laughs> but, but it's just great. It's like, and what's funny is someone came last week and they were like, wow, I was not expecting this to be funny. And I was like, Oh, I should totally make that clear. <laughs> like, you're going to laugh. How could you not think something called the banana pitch wouldn't be funny? <laughs> I, I mean, know. that just yeah. kind of banana, slipping on a banana peel. I mean, right R- there right? it says comedy. We have a if- little jingle written by one Anna Diem that's like <laughs> banana pitch. And now the sound person, anytime I mess up, which is all the time, they like do a little banana pitch oh. just to like kind of make fun of me a little bit. Um, so I encourage that. Um, unless you're mean about it, then get off my stage. <laughs> yeah, then leave. <laughs> It's yeah. like the full range of emotions, though. Yeah, you got some yeah. people maybe playing some emotional songs or like telling totally. emotional like stories. Oh yeah, people have cried. Yeah, and then you have you know the goofiest of the goofy. Yeah, as well, or like happening. really intense slam poets, or like yeah. I, I mean, it's been the whole gamut, which is really what what we're going for. Variety is the spice of a banana's life, and it's a great way to showcase the variety of the talent that we have here in Portland. Totally. Right? Because it isn't just about independent music. It is about all of those other art forms. And juggling, yes, yeah. is an art form. <laughs> well, also, it is. I loved actually when Cecily Wong was on, she was like, oh, I love being able to sandwich writers in between music and other art forms because a lot of times people are like, ah, I'm not going to go to a reading, like snooze fest. Um, well, it's not a snooze fest. Um, but anyway, but it's, it's really exciting to there's going to be a little something for everyone and also kind of open your eyes a little bit of like, Oh, okay. I don't think I would have ever picked up that book or that record or that juggling kit. Uh, <laughs> but it's just, it's, it's honestly, it's a dream come true to be on this stage and to have so many talented artists and support. So it's, it's a wild time. It's great. 
Have you already booked everybody for the March show? That's a great question. We actually have one one slot open, but for March as well as beyond, it's every third Monday, so um, you can check out the website, bananapitch.com, but you can just submit clips, and it's always helpful. We, you know, go through people's material for each time. You know, it's it's not a... Not everyone's on the show. Right. Um, you know, I'm a tastemaker yeah. over here at Banana Pitch headquarters. But, uh, you know, send Banana clips. Pitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and if my sound person were here, Banana Pitch. <laughs> um, we'll put that in in post. I love saying that, by the way. Okay. <laughs> Incredible. I like it, too. Am I going? I feel like last time Dan interviewed me on the show, his show, a few months ago when we were first talking about this. And we went on like a, a Bill Pullman kick and a Phil Collins kick. So I was yeah. like, okay, I'm not going to talk Pullman. about in, <laughs> Phil Pullman. It's a long story. I'd love, Bill, I'd love to have you on the show. Yeah. Come on, Bill. <laughs> and I'm sure Phil Collins can juggle. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Those man. drumsticks. Juggle oh. some. Yeah. Man, let's, let's get this power quattro on. Me and Dan <laughs> being the other two of the quattro. Perfect. Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> Perfect. So people can submit their little clip, audio clip, video clip of whatever their talent is yeah. and get booked. Yeah. Hopefully get Banana booked. Banana pitch music at gmail.com. But it's also on the website. Okay. Um, and yeah, we have a lot of, there's pretty much going to be a big surprise with every show. We have a, a secret interview of, of a band I promise you love um, that's going to be on the March show that I can't say yet. Um, so it's very exciting. Um, but but the show is recorded live, so it's in front of a live studio audience. Nice. And so we juice people up to applaud, you know, go go for it. And, and then that's released as podcast episodes. And um, Where is the show held? Oh, um, in my mind. No. <laughs> <laughs> what if this was all of it? None of this yeah. existed. <laughs> Incredible. Even us. I can, I, we didn't exist. I can imagine that. That'd be amazing. Um, that's this is yeah oh um Alberta Street Pub okay. in in Portland Oregon great yeah still one of the best sounding rooms in this town I think oh absolutely sounds great yeah. absolutely and I love I love those folks they I mean um they they're just really supportive of emerging artists and um as soon as we pitched the pitch they were like we are down to bring together like emerging acts with more established ones and that's yeah. kind of what we're trying to do is. It's like, well, maybe someone's going to come for the headliner, but then they get to see all these other artists that are actually like, that are great. It's not like filler act. It's like I, I believe in all these people that are on the show. So that's really, it's really a blessing to be able to do that. It that's, makes me happy. That's amazing. It's wonderful that it's also at one of our community venues because that's such a great way to add another layer of support to our independent music scene by going to these independent venues and then you know being a patron of any of the bars or restaurants around it. What a great way to keep the ecology just kind of flowing and the support flowing. And yeah, discover a new act. Yeah, and also afterwards, we try to like mull about a little bit and it's cool to hear people talking about who they liked and like, oh, I'm going to check this artist out or, you know, it's just, it's like, the, it's community building. Yes. And then it's, yes. it's, that's feels really special. That's not enough people do that anymore. They don't hang around after shows. Yeah. Like they yeah. used to. Yeah, everybody just start used to hang the doors. Outside. Perhaps. <laughs> or maybe we all need to start smoking cigarettes again because oh, that's yeah, where it all happened outside. Again. We need to start smoking cigarettes inside. Oh, hell yeah. Let's, uh, can we put some ashtrays in here? Yeah. I think just it, kidding, it, mom and dad. I don't smoke don't anymore. Don't tempt yeah. me. I might. I think it's. catch. I don't smoke. <laughs> it's cool with the banana pitch thing, though, because everything moves so quickly that I feel like you don't like get bored with it. 
Mm-hmm. And even if like someone is not your favorite thing of the night, it's like it's just constantly moving and like it's giving you like this wide range of like things to like figure out if you yeah. like or don't like like very quickly. Something yeah. for everyone. Yeah. I have a motto that's guaranteed fun or your money back questions asked. <laughs> oh. I'm like, you're, you're going to have fun unless you're a real curmudgeon. Nice. And that's not my problem. Love no, that. it isn't. <laughs> uh, we're going to have information on our website, prp.fm, on how you can get connected with Michelle and the Banana Pitch crew to possibly get yourself up on that stage. You, Dan, book pretty far in advance. How can folks, if they are interested in Dan Cable presenting them? <laughs> uh, yeah, you can email me. That's all on my Instagram where you okay. can DM me there. And uh, yeah, send me some music. Let me know when your shows are. Also, just do some other things like playlisting every month. and always hoping to keep Portland artists in the rotation of that. And uh, yeah, so just send me music. Okay, I'm responsive to the emails and the uh, and the DMs and the messages. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Do you have a favorite interview that you've done? Oh, these are. I feel like people keep asking me this question. Uh, Michelle Kitcher. Yeah, <laughs> good ones. Thanks. Um, the the second time I got to interview Isabel Vai Walker who is uh, a close friend of mine. Uh, we did it out in Oregon City at one of the, uh, at their library in one of their study rooms, which is a great hack. If uh, anybody out there is ever looking for a quiet space to record something, you can rent out a study room at the library and they're great rooms to do that's, podcasts that's or like record idea. conversations. Yeah. And uh, she put me onto that. But um, yeah, there was something like really cool about that conversation. And I think uh, just the people that, I feel like I started the podcast back in 2016 and like for the people that are still making their art when I get to have them on like six or seven years later or like or just throughout the thing like that's always really special. But uh, Tobias Graves from uh, this band Softkill that used to be based here just incredible Mm -hmm. band and incredible conversations that I got to have with that dude that like really shifted my my life in some ways and yeah so those those two soft kill ones are uh are really great and hopefully i'm not a uh a bad guest on episode 400 well, hopefully i'm not the worst the judge guest. Of that. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a dream interviewee um i mean uh michelle knows that it's phil collins but that feels <laughs> a little wild um well that'd be perfect because after he's done juggling at the next banana pitch yeah you can bring him on the podcast but like maybe even outside of music just mark Marin has had such an oh, it, like mark. inspired yeah, me so much in the the style that i've like gone for with my conversations like he's he would be really great so yeah cool when when's the book coming out? Aren't you writing a book? Oh God, um, that's true. I'm. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, when's okay. it coming I'm, out? I'm, I'm doing a heavy. Well, I will say this: I'm doing a heavy rewrite. That I, you know, I teach fiction classes, and I'm um, finally I'm following my own advice of like, really, this should be a project that you're so excited about that you can't stop thinking about it and talking about it. And I did a, a big break from it and some soul searching and hit the road for a few weeks and I came back and I was like, you know what? I'm going weirder. 
So I've, I've added in a component that's actually a music component. And I don't know why it wasn't there before. So, so I'm just re-editing it. And um, if, if those agents that were all interested and in, um, these editors that all wanted it last year, I'm ready. I'm ready now. She's ready. Michelle's ready. It's, yeah. it's, it's a great book. <laughs> okay. okay. When will your next uh, class relative to writing your own bio come out when are you doing that again michelle offered a class um last year you've done it several times but in in essence it was an opportunity for folks to get a better understanding of how to talk themselves up how Mm. to make a bio for themselves and then create an elevator pitch not a banana pitch an elevator (laughs) pitch for themselves um and not uh not have it be this stock standard thing that everybody kind of sends out that it's actually interesting for folks to want to know more yeah about that individual that musician that creator totally yeah thanks um it's called get covered there's there's a pre-recorded version on my website now that's only 35 bucks because i don't know um but but yeah, I'm I'm gonna do another one this summer. Um, I actually am not sure what date. I don't know June. Okay. Um, but that was that was wonderful. I mean, which also speaking of community, it was like twenty or whatever musicians in a Zoom room, and they all I just gave everyone each other's email after with their permission. Um, but that they could all just kind of like spitball off each other's bios yeah. and That's stuff. Great so idea. It, was, it was a great like sharing of resources yeah. and. Um, so stay tuned for okay, updates good. on that in June. But yeah, we, we will stand by and wait for that to happen. And yeah. she's a killer writer. That's how I met Michelle. She oh. is a killer writer. Yeah, oh, yeah I, write, I yeah. write for some places. Yeah, that's why I it's cool to that. see you like flex the the on stage like live interviewing because you're already like a great right. writer. So it must be like this whole new it's, like muscle to kind of develop. Yeah, it's been a great. I'm always I'm always trying to go to the next challenge. Uh, as David Bowie would inspire me to do. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, I, I think it's been interesting to not, in, in my writing, you know, we we're talking earlier about having ums and trying to not um it up on stage. Um, but well, I just did it. Um, <laughs> But in, in writing, it's like a mess of words at first. And then I put it all together and make it less messy. And with a good editor, you know, I can produce a thing. But it's interesting on stage to sound eloquent or... Yeah. ask the right questions but there's still there's a ton of preparation that goes into it so i don't just come up and i'm like so hey uh what are you uh what's your record called um but that being said it is a live show and i totally make mistakes but that's why i have the banana pitch clip <laughs> making fun of me but we try to make it fun too but um yeah it's interesting it's fun though i'm i'm excited to get better at it and keep growing well, that is the wonderful thing about that diy Danton, that you were mentioning earlier, that DIY mentality that there, we're humans, there are going to be mistakes, but that's what makes it fun. And that's what makes everybody now know that it's not AI. Yeah. F-A-I. <laughs> right? You know? Yeah. AI. Yeah. <laughs> we don't like that. Yeah. Dan, Michelle, thank you so much for coming down to the PRP studio. Again, congratulations, Dan Cable. Appreciate on it. On 400 episodes. Yeah. Amazing. Thanks for uh, putting on for me and celebrating that with me and letting people hopefully like some, some new people to the show because well, of this. I really appreciate you. I will make the time. sure that folks know where they can. Find your podcast. Thanks. And Appreciate see, it. see your face yeah. on, on the or YouTube. Or watch it. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> Subscribe to that Dan Cable station. Yes. <laughs> and Michelle, thank you so much. Keep up that amazing banana pitch energy. Thank you. We'll be uh, pitching pitch until I die.
Pitch until I die. <laughs> Love it. And I will be on the lookout for a juggler for you. Thank so, you. Don't F- worry. Phil, I will put feelers out. I will put some feelers out. Don't Thank go you. anywhere. Uh, I've got local musician, engineer, producer, and just kind of an all-around cool dude, Steve Drizos, dropping by Sounds of PDX. That fun will start at 7 p.m. He's got new music. He's bringing his trusty guitar. He's got an upcoming gig at the showdown. So we're going to talk about all of that stuff. Freshen up that cocktail. Grab another snack. Do you booze. Do whatever you do. Enjoy some tunes. And I will be back with you shortly for our extended Sounds of PDX with Steve Drizos on Portland Radio Project.